Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Dowds. I'm really happy to be here with you today. We've got a great show in store. Today we have my friends, your favorite witches from Wicked the Musical, Jenna Claire Mason and Mary-Kate Morrissey. Throughout this whole month, you've been hearing all of our That Sounds Fun tour live conversations from June. If you've missed any of them, go back. They are so fun, so different, so good. We did save some of each interview just for the live audience in the room, but you're going to hear most of it here and, of course, live feedback from the audience. Jenna Claire is currently Glinda on Broadway, opening again in September, and Mary-Kate is Janice on the Mean Girls National tour. During the pandemic, they created a virtual musical theater school called Double Name Witches. They are some of my dearest friends. Y'all have heard them on the show and you love them. I do too. I loved having them with me at our Milwaukee stop. And listen, you've got to stick around to the end. It you're just not ready. You're not ready. So don't go anywhere. This whole conversation is so good with a special treat at the end. So here is my chat live in Milwaukee with two of my dearest friends, Jenna Claire and Mary Kate. Will you please join me in welcoming our friends, Jenna Claire Mason and Mary-Kate Morrissey. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I know. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Right? I know. Wow, look at you. Look. Oh, bye. Bye, that was you. You're looking green, Mary Kate. Yeah, you're so green. Um, welcome, everyone. You have to talk into your microphone. You look excited, but you have to be in the microphone. I didn't even say anything. I was just like breathing heavily. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> we tell our students when they're nervous that excitement feels a lot like nerves. So oh. you just have to like change the mindset. Yeah, We're just sure. excited. Yeah. <laughs> what? Start there. Who are your students? What do you mean? Some of them are here tonight. We do have students here tonight. Where are y'all? Over Yay. Here. Hi, friends. Hi. Okay. So what happened? How did you get students? What happened? <laughs> what happened? We had a we had a lady boss brunch with you. Oh my gosh, that's not. But we did. And we had pancakes. Actually, that is. Trevor how it made a, com- a compote. Is yeah. That what you say? <laughs> yeah. Your fiance at the time made a compote. That's right. No, boyfriend at the time. <gasps> then That's right, fiance. y'all weren't even engaged yet. Nope. I know, crazy. That's awesome. Um, I don't know, where do we, where do start, we start? with, <laughs> so in 2020, you were on Broadway as Glinda in Wicked. You were on the road on the touring cast of Mean Girls as Janice. Correct. And then pandemic. Yeah, and then both of our shows were shut down, which was crazy. It was so weird to see, because I was in Fort Lauderdale when the show shut down, and that's where all of the cruise ships are docked. And I don't know if you remember, but the cruise ships were hit first. Like, that was one of the first things that was like a red flag for the United States. And Fort Lauderdale was one of those places. So we were going from sold-out houses to like, okay, now there's only a third of the audience filled. Oh, wow. This is weird. So weird that my dad came to the show and heckled the whole show, and it was <laughs> fine. <laughs> it was. I wasn't even embarrassed. I was Shiny like, this though. one doesn't even count. Nobody's here. <laughs> this one's just for dad. <laughs> my dad's the only person in the audience. <laughs> he was like, I, I have this line that's like, art, art, art. And then from this row, I heard, art, art, art. <laughs> Oh my gosh, my boyfriend just feeding him old fashions. (laughs) 
anyway, and GC was on Broadway, obviously playing Glinda in Wicked, and they basically were like, this is no longer safe for anybody, not safe for your audiences and not safe for your actors or yeah. your backstage. There are so many people who were affected by it, and so we both went home. I mean, I flew back to Downingtown, Pennsylvania, where my parents live, and GC went to her beautiful home in New Jersey <laughs> to yes. her husband. Um, and I, we were like a month in, and GC was saying, like, this isn't so bad. You, you called me, and you're, we had taught individually sort of on the road little um, master classes here and there with, with universities and things. And MK was like, I think it's time we start our teaching business. Um, actually, just Were you to- scared? Like when it, when it ended, when Broadway shut down, before you have the new idea for it's, your business is called Double Name Witches because mm-hmm. you're both in um, Wicked. Both have double names. And you both have double names. Two they are not names. actual witches. Just no. to be clear, um, they are lovely We're people. Christians. They're Christians. <laughs> We're Christians. <laughs> I mean, were you scared in that window of time between Double Name Witches and Broadway? I think what was interesting is we kept hearing, I mean, I think maybe everybody in every industry was like, well, when we originally shut down, it was like, Broadway will be back in one month. And then after that, it was like, two more months. And then it was like, this fall. And then it was like, next year. So I think it it kind of came in digestible chunks, I guess. Mm -hmm. So that was good. I do remember when when Broadway actually shut down, I was in Florida filming a TV show. And I remember in like, it was central Florida and the pandemic had not affected central Florida at all. I was just (laughs) going to TJ Maxx being like, what is happening? What is is Corona? And um, and then I remember my manager called and I was just walking around the pool and he was like, I think it's going to be September before Broadway's back. And I was like, you're crazy. Not a chance. <laughs> and then here. And, and now then, it's and September it's, of 21. I hear yeah. Broadway comes back. Yeah. Yeah. What do you know about God now that you didn't know that day? Oh, that, well, I mean, everybody says it, but you can't even laugh at your plans, man. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, I'm going to finish this contract in August. It's going to be great. I'll go back to New York, make my Broadway debut. God's up there like, (laughs) no, you're not. (laughs) Um, He laughs at your plans, but I think that we cannot plan what God can. I think that he, like, everything that GC and I, I just said this to you, everything we speak into existence, it happens it happens, but it doesn't happen at the time where we expect it to or our timeline. But I think it's what I have learned through the pandemic is to just like, all right, I, I have made it this far with your grace and your love. And my life has only gotten so much better since I've turned my heart to you that like, whatever, here we go. Let's ride this wave and whatever is for me is for me because that's what you want. That's beautiful. I think, yeah, God's timing. I think God shows his sovereignty in his timing and and it's if we just sort of release control and let it all unfold that, yeah, his his plans are are better than ours. And even when we're trying to like dream really big and God size our dreams, it's still like better than we could have ever hoped. How was your, um, in the last year and a half when you weren't working, what happened in your life? I had a baby. She had a baby. Had a baby. He's, he's over there. He's got a, he's got a TSF 
that sounds fun. D&W, double name witches, custom onesie on. He also has a backstage pass that is the size of a half a card. It's adorable. It's perfectly his size. It says his name and everything. It's so cute. I mean, so you end up having a year and a half off of work. And it just is the right time for you and Eric to have a baby. God's timing is perfect. Right. I mean, is it? It was like a built-in maternity leave. (laughs) With no money. (laughs) So that's cool. One of our our students is here. It was really fun because I found out pretty early on into our our teaching um, time. And it was really fun the day we got to tell the students, too. Do you remember that, Molly? You were there. Yeah, the, when you got to tell them that you were pregnant. Yeah. How yeah, early yeah. did you tell? Oh, I think it was like five months. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I guess they're watching on a screen, so yeah, it's yeah. not like they know. I don't want to, like, claim this, but she did tell me before her husband. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's true. <laughs> it's because we were having a planning meeting for our fall classes. And Eric wasn't there. And Eric wasn't there, on, and I had just found out, and I was like... <sighs> Before we schedule eight classes, I just have to let you know. <laughs> it's okay. I told him a couple days later. <laughs> in person. I had to wait. He's person. a pilot. I had to like wait and tell him in person. You got yes. in, person. in person. And how about you during reason. your break? During my break, I got married. You got married. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> y'all did not have casual 2020s and 2021s. No, I mean, like, we did not at all. We did walkabouts, like... The pandemic is awful. It is so terrible, and no one is disputing that, right? Like, it is terrible. But, like, my year was so fun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was so fun. I, we created DNW, which was so life giving. I mean, our, if you don't know, our business is that we have an online virtual musical theater studio and we have about 100 students at any given time. We created three separate curriculums. We, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. Like, we did it ourselves. We yes. built it and then we did it. And what ended up happening is that because the foundation of our business is friendship, our kids are all friends it's so sweet it's so cool and so in a time where like kids don't have community and they're out of school and it's this like awkward period of them kind of stepping into who they want to be right they had a place to go that was like on our watch that felt amazing yeah I think it's cool Um, Mike was talking about online school and it was really sweet for us to see you know I think a lot of us got zoomed out during the pandemic but seeing students artists creatives hungry to pursue this craft um, that even maybe after a long day of zoom school would come to class like yeah hungry hungry to learn and to to dive into this craft in a zoom box and figuring out creative ways to make that work They would send me the link to the recitals at the end of every class. And you're watching like six-year-olds perform in their living room on Zoom. And they have Broadway stars being like, that was great. Yeah, you're great. (laughs) And she's like six. How in the world is she getting this opportunity? Yeah, but because of that, they change. Like, they're the way that we've seen so many, especially like, especially like our young women, like they change. They're so told by society to be one thing, to think one way. And finally, they come to our class and we're like, no, do you? Like, what makes you feel good? What sounds fun? What like, what makes 
what makes your brain creative lean into that. And then because of that, especially our students we've had for a long period of time, we see them change and it's so weird and so cool. It's really sweet because the ones who are here tonight have been with us for a year now. And we were at Panera with them this afternoon being like, you've grown so much in the last year. (laughs) And you're also so much shorter than I thought you were. Yeah, on the monitor in my basement, you guys were ginormous. <laughs> um, no, just, yeah, and getting the gift of getting to be part of their lives. And, yeah. Um, yeah. It's really MK, a lot of our friends who have known y'all both actually through multiple podcast episodes in the last four years, three years, four years? Four Forever. Years. Yeah, maybe. Forever. You were not married when we met you. No, I wasn't. Um, will you tell us about Trevor? Oh, man. I mean, Trevor Blake. Do you want it? Y'all can tell the story because I don't think you told it on the podcast, did you? How GC picked him? Yeah, she swiped. GC swiped on Trevor, who MK married. We were doing a musical workshop of Cheryl Crow's musical. I don't know if I can say that, but we were doing it. (laughs) And we were working downtown and my ex was there. And oh, GC, go there. I'm gonna go going there. there. GC, so Annie's me always, and GC's my ex, and I'm GC, and GC's just like this, <laughs> just blocking. <laughs> and Mary Kate looked up at me like, "What are you doing?" And I, I was like, like "I'm just being a mama bird." I know. I was like, "This is a fancy workshop. Sit down. Like, <laughs> we have to come on. Let's like be cool." Yeah. And she's like, "No, he, like he's here." And I'm like, "Oh." So and we, I had never met him in real life. I was just like, that's him. That's him. So I'm Friends like... Friends have like an X radar. Yes. Seriously. Yes. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> so we... So GC takes me out for Manhattan's in Manhattan. And she's like, we're doing this. We are setting up your Bumble profile. We are going for it. And then because she's her, she did. And like made me look amazing and sound really funny, which I love. None of these pictures are doing you justice. She was like, I don't want to get anyone's expectations too high. <laughs> Like, I just want to look like my photo, even if I'm coming from running or whatever Right, it is. right. You know what I, I mean? want to overserve when yes. I get there, not underserve. Sandbag yeah. them. That's Sandbag right. them. That's, right. That's the key. That honestly. is the key. Make them think you're ugly and show up hot. That's it. Make them think you're ugly and hey show boy. up hot. That's actually it. Sage dating advice <laughs> yeah, from Mary right. Kate Morrissey Blake. Hey, I'm married now, aren't I? Yeah, it works. <laughs> It worked, it worked, you see. It worked. So GC, so she's swiping through, and she's swiping on all of the boys that she thinks she wants me to date. And I said, he's cute. He's in finance. He's not an actor. He loves Jesus. He's perfect. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay. So I'm, like, sending the same message to each guy. Was it the Whole Foods It line? was like, I'm going to Whole Foods. Do you need anything? Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if they didn't say cheese, you'd be like, fine. You're like, what? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or whatever. Fresh crushed yeah, almond butter. Yeah, something fu- like show me you're funny. But for Trevor, I was like, no, 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 no. I like I need to write something to him. Like, right away, and, you felt something different. Well, I was just like, yeah, let me. Like he's actually he's interested. And I had never met anybody from Bumble, and he's the only one I did. Like well, that go around. Right. But like, <laughs> um, but he was the only one I did. So I was like, let me actually take my time here and just like. Yeah construct something that matches his profile so we can actually feel each other out and then he almost didn't come to our first date but then ended up showing up late but it was okay and (laughs) we spent the whole date trying to look for a bar because he was like took me to this wine bar it was too crowded took me to this other bar it was too crowded took me to this other bar finally he was like do you just want to go to a dive bar (laughs) yeah i just get i was like yes let's go (laughs) 
So we went to this dive bar that was still decorated for Christmas and stayed there for eight hours, I think, drinking Guinnesses. And he just, I was probably wasted. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and he just kept ordering more. He'd, I'd be like, I can't have another one. And he'd be like, well, we'll just share one then. And I'm like, I want to stay. Like, <laughs> I want to stay and talk to you, so I'm going to Okay, fine. <laughs> then I'm like, you know, call me an Uber. I got to go home. Right. Um, anyways, like, fast forward from there. I mean, he's just, he's just the best guy, and he is, I don't know, he's like the man of my dreams, you know? Yeah. He's, he's not the guy that I would have expected myself to marry or be yeah. with long term, but I think, like, there you, there's God. Like, won't he do it? Like, won't he do here's, it? Here's a man who, like, sees you, believes in you, um, points you towards Jesus, and, like, will, will carry you through all of your dreams, you know? It's like, and she picked him. She swiped right, right? <laughs> and then, two weeks before my wedding, gave birth, and then came to my wedding. That's right. Was a bridesmaid and danced her booty off, which yes. was two really weeks fun. After Wasn't birth. that the best wedding, that Annie? That was the best wedding. We had so much fun. It was the best it wedding. It was part one. Hey friends, just taking a quick break to talk about one of my favorite brands and today's sponsor, Rothy's. It's 2021 and none of us have time for uncomfortable shoes. That's where Rothy's comes in. Rothy's surveyed thousands of customers and the number one word they use to describe their shoes is comfy. So what makes Rothy's so good? It's their unique, seamless design. It's insanely comfortable the moment you put them on. Their fan favorite styles are sustainably made with materials like plastic water bottles, fully machine washable, which I think is why I've been able to wear them so much and still feel like they're brand new. And they're available in tons of shapes, styles, and colors, so you can always find the right one for you. Start summer off on the right foot with comfortable bestsellers like flats, loafers, and sneakers from Rothy's with sandals and an array of colors to shoes made for exploring. Their newest styles have you covered. Plus, their spacious washable bags are perfect for summer getaways. I love wearing my Camo Cat sneakers all the time and I'm always super comfortable in them while I'm on the road between setup and just being on my feet all day. I've been eyeing some of their lace-up sneakers for my next order because they are cute. Also, did you know that Rothy's launched a men's line? Yes, their newly launched men's shoes are intentionally designed with a high level of detail and created with nearly zero waste. The men's shoes are still durable, washable, and better for the planet, plus rigorous testing during R&D results in perfect fit wash after wash. To help you welcome summer in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That's right. They gave us the chance to share this super rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time. So through August 1st, 2021, you get $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more at rothys.com slash sounds fun. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash sounds fun. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. Head to rothys.com slash sounds fun to find your new favorites today. And now back to our conversation with Jenna Claire and Mary Kate. It's just incredible. A lot of y'all who've been friends with the three of us for a while it's just incredible to watch what God has done in both of your lives. I mean, can you imagine the day we sat on the floor recording in San Antonio? Y'all may remember the story, but Mary-Kate heard God say, I have a plan for your life, and had not really heard God before that well, in a way that you remembered. I was like this, I went into GC and I was like, this isn't even a part of my vocabulary. vocabulary. Like, why in the world would I 
why would this be my inner monologue? How is this? Explain to me how this is not God intervening in my life. Yeah. Like explain. And as I'm like watching these birds fly across, like how, how is there any other explanation for it? Right. And now, and now you're, oh my you, God. and then she said that you sneaky Jesus her. And then you sneaky Jesus me. <laughs> Annie talks about sneaky Jesus people. It's true. <laughs> she sneaky Jesus me. <laughs> it has just been, I, I was saying to someone earlier, watching, being, having a front row seat. You have given me as one of your best friends and our friends here, a front row seat to when someone says, I think God might be real and I'm going to live like it. Yeah. And it has changed my life and yeah. it has changed your, and, and I, I sat at her wedding marrying this man who loves God and a family who loves God and your family loves God. And I, I could, I could barely be a person <laughs> because I've just seen, I've seen you decide that God was, that really cared about you mm-hmm. and then live like it. Mm. And, um, and it's just one of my favorite stories of my whole life, and I'll never be okay. So. <laughs> Something that's cool is having a New York Times bestselling author help you write your wedding vows. Yeah, oh, that's true. Oh, please tell that story. Oh, y'all are going to hate me for this. Well, Trevor might. <laughs> well, Sorry, Annie Trevor. comes in. She's like, this is, the de- this is hours before the ceremony. She's like, do you write vows? I was like, no. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know. She's it like, was perfect. It was, and he goes, okay, well, I'm just going to, do you want a mimosa? I was like, yes, I need a mimosa. And he says, I'm going to bring this pillow over here and I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to ask you some questions and we're going to write your vows. And I'm looking at my friend. I'm like, this is my super, not to make this a love fest, but it's love fest. Um, like, I'm looking at my super accomplished, like, just recently best-selling authored friend. Like, sit, sit on a poof. <laughs> on a poof next to me and say, tell me the things that are important to you about your relationship. And she and I talked for maybe half an hour, 45 minutes. And she would do her anything. would be like, oh, this is good. <laughs> they were good. I won't oh, lie. This is good. This is good. And then, and then handed me the vows to read. And I, like, wept. I mean, just because you heard everything I wanted to say and you made it so, you made it tangible and you made it real and you like, you gave me the words for what I needed that day and I will never forget that. It was amazing, it was amazing. Why do vows matter? I haven't done that yet, tell me. Actually, GC should talk about this. Yeah, both of you talk about like, I mean, the only person I've made a vow to is Jesus. Like I haven't done that with a person. You're new to it, but they mattered so deeply to you what we said, but GC, you've been in it for seven? Monday is eight years. Eight years. Eight years. Um, no, it was, I knew you guys would want to hear that story because it, it was yeah. so, I mean, I was, I was just sitting on the floor cross-legged, like doing my mascara while, you, <laughs> while this was all happening. But you turned to me and you're like, what's mattered in, in your marriage? And yeah. it was sweet that you let, let us into, into this really special day in a lot of ways. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, having, having a front row seat there in Dumbo under the Brooklyn Bridge and yeah. watching 
the magical exchange of vows that happened was really, really special. Trevor did a great job, too, on writing his yes, vows. Yes, he, he sure did. He said them like this, though. I, Trevor Blake, <laughs> bow to you, Mary Kate Morrissey. Because the, the people in the back. The train, yeah, there's a train. It's great. The subway. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, it's okay to smile, it's our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so what's important about vow, wedding vows to you? You know, we didn't do like the personalized wedding vows, which I think are are really special and sweet, but... I don't know. I, I I liked the way the the OG ones are were written. Yeah. Um. But I remember. I mean, there's like I have wedding video of me sort of boohoo laughing and crying through through our vows. But um, we were just talking about about marriage advice. But yeah, just the the fact that that person is is there no matter what, right? And that you're you're signing up to be in it for the long haul and uh forever sounds like a lot of fun when you're in a pretty dress in front of your friends and family and forever feels harder sometimes when you're in the thick of it in a new when city a baby crying in the middle of the night <laughs> well when we, like when we first got married I moved to a place where I didn't know anybody and I didn't have a job and and that felt scarier and, and different and um yeah but eight years later it's um yeah. yeah, I mean, if anybody knows who's who's married, there's there's highs and lows, but it's so worth it. It's worth. Er, and Eric is definitely worth it. Yeah, I like both of your husbands very much. <laughs> I absolutely agree. What what happens now? Broadway comes back September, September fourteenth. September fourteenth. I'll be there. Y'all want to come? We're all gonna be there at Wicked to watch Jenna Claire reopen the show. I mean, that moment where you come down in the bubble. Iconic. What's your, what's your line? It's good to see me, isn't it? <laughs> People are going to lose their actual minds I'm gonna when you say mind. that. We're going to lose our minds. If you, if you haven't seen the video of Mary-Kate and I on when Jenna Claire debuted on Broadway, her first, we're both laughing and crying harder than you can imagine. <laughs> our faces, we're just like, we look like insane people watching, and we'll do it again on September 14th. What does it feel, something we've been talking about in these nights on the tour is in VIP when they ask questions, or sometimes it happens out here too, but this idea of like when you know a season is ending, what would you do? If you don't know a season is ending, what is you? I mean, you know this season of being home and not being Glenda is ending, and you'll be back to being Glenda in three months, four months. What do you want to learn? What do you want to happen in these four months? How do you want to like mark the end of this? Oh, man, that's hard. Um, well, I'm going to circle back for a second. Because sure. I was telling you backstage that tonight's been like mini revelations. But hearing you say that made me realize why I clung so tightly to the end of tour with Mary-Kate. It's like I didn't want that season of fun to end at all. Because, yeah. I mean, we did it opposite each other for a whole year on the road. And, um, yeah, just, like eight shows a week for an entire year. You yeah. travel around the country. And it was so fun. Every day <laughs> it was so fun. And, like, talking to you on the pod in um, San Antonio and being like, we, we're just dreaming up ways that we can keep, you know, being best friends and working together. And um, it's cool because I think what I didn't know then is that, you know, it, it just keeps getting better. Yeah. <laughs> um, and finding ways to, to keep having fun. But uh, I think like a little bit live in, live in large the next couple of months just because yeah. 
I think what's daunting about going back into it is realizing, I mean, this. it's like you go into total self-preservation mode and like taking care of your voice and making sure your body and everything is where it should be so you can deliver, you know, the show that you want to give eight shows a week. Um, and I think that feels daunting because, you know, to go to a restaurant and being able to to, to use your voice and, and talk over sound or um or when we rode a roller coaster yeah we went on a roller coaster while they were still doing wicked and they aren't allowed to yell so we're at sea world right and we're yep. on a roller coaster and they're both the like, and i'm like ah! and they're both like am i lying there that's all they could do that's all you get i was dying laughing i was like this is so terrifying what the two of you are doing Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to tell you about one of our amazing partners, KiwiCo. As a previous elementary school teacher, I loved the satisfaction of knowing that the projects my students and I were doing together would stick with them for a long time. I mean, it's true, right? Our childhood experiences impact who we are today, just like our investment in childhood education. So why not gift your mini BFFs super cool KiwiCo STEAM projects, that's science, technology, engineering, art, and math, to nurture their curiosity and exploration outside the classroom. With the KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a new crate full of fun science and art projects every month. They have options for trailblazing toddlers to more experienced explorers in every stage in between. The most recent Kiwi crate that some of our mini BFFs have gotten had a s'mores making kit inside and it was so cute. They had a little LED candle to represent the flame to roast your marshmallows over and the whole experience was about camping and learning more about the outdoors. And don't worry, all of them were made of felt so your kids can make s'mores as many times as they want without the mess or the sugar. It's hard to find creative ways to keep the kids busy and screen-free while stretching their brains, especially during the summer. And there was just so much included in that one box. The crates include one to two larger projects or two to three smaller projects tied together by a theme. And KiwiCo does the legwork for you. Legitimately, everything your child needs for their project, the supplies, step-by-step directions, everything is included in every crate so they can get started right away. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every month. They'll explore new worlds and rediscover familiar ones, even without leaving home. From sailing the solar system to building an animation machine and more, the best part, watching their confidence grow as big as their smile. Everything shipped right to your door and there's no commitment so you can pause or cancel anytime. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash that sounds fun. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash that sounds fun. And now back to the show. So you're about to have to go back into that mode of preserving your voice and sleeping. And how do you do eight shows a week? Will you explain that to us? How? Yeah, there's only seven days. I don't know how. No, I don't know how either. <laughs> Give me the math on eight shows a week. Um, you, Tuesday, sometimes two Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, two Saturday, and then two Sunday if you don't have that matinee on Wednesday. So wow. the schedule kind of changes throughout the year. But they figure out a way to get in eight, sometimes yeah. nine, yeah. around the holidays. Yeah. And so your voice, you just have to care, Take of, care it. So, of it. So the end of this season for you is more preparing for the next one. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I think like talking to Eric this uh, you know, this, these past couple weeks and being like, what do we want to do? We want to go to the Jersey Shore. Do we yeah. want to go to Nashville? Yes. Yeah. Um, like going places and doing things. Cause I know once the show starts back up, it's going to be like 
giving everything I can to be a mom when I'm at home and giving everything I can to be, you know, the best company member I can be when, when I'm at the show. Yeah. It's very nice of you to say company member when you're Glinda. <laughs> I'll show up and do my best out there as the star of the musical. Sparkliest on, one on stage. Oh, the sparkliest one on Wait, stage. Can I tell you something about sparkles? Yeah, uh, duh. Um, right before the pandemic, they decided to build me a new bubble dress, which is really exciting. There's 60 petals and 60,000 sequins. Oh my gosh. It's a lot of sparkles. <laughs> um, and it looks like a cupcake when you first get it. But yeah. yeah, I had my final costume fitting like a few weeks before the last show. So when Broadway reopens, I'll have a brand new bubble a dress. brand new bubble dress. That's the blue one we see when you come down. Mm-hmm. And, and so just for our friends that are watching online and friends that are here, you don't have to tell us how long you'll be, Glenda, but we can go anytime in the near future and it'll be you, unless you're Come on it. down. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be fun. You guys coming? Yeah. Great, great. MK, what happens next for you? We have four months, which sounds fun, right? Yeah. It's, for me, it's always like if I have a gig, I let myself have fun in the chunks of time leading up to it because like Jenna Claire, I take my work so seriously when yes. I'm on the road. And it is, it's like you can't go out to dinner. You can't do hardly anything but work out, eat, sleep, and your show. So I'm just like... As New York City starts to open, yeah. I'm just like, what can we do? How can I, how can, Meredith will come in, our like business Wrangler. manager of DNW. Yeah. <laughs> um, she'll come into the city and we'll, you know, walk from Columbus Circle to the vessel and then we'll walk all the way down to the village. Like yeah. just eat everything, see everything, hear everything, see everybody. Yeah, I'm like, my seven is just like, yeah. Let's on go. fire. Yeah. We're still teaching too, which is really fun. Yeah. We're teaching yeah. privates and we're teaching a music theater history class, which is really fun. Oh, Maybe that really sounds fun. boring, but it's really fun. It's so fun. <laughs> we have like our friends come in and teach original Broadway choreography and we oh assign songs from different shows through the decades and talk about what was happening in theater and art and where the overlap is, you know, in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s and so on. Yeah. Um, so we're still teaching. And then Mary Kate and I wrote a show last weekend. You wrote a show? Sort of. How do you do it? Sort of. (laughs) We took that class. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them. Yeah. Well, yeah, we took, I mean, we, somebody was like this theater that I love was like, Hey, do you have 90 minutes of music? And I was like, no. Um, but GC and I do. Um, and so we've always, since your first podcast we did with you, we talked about doing a show together that was like hours and we turned stages that show that Jenna Claire was just talking about into like this cabaret where we sung a bunch of songs from it and gave our favorite tidbits of history and, talked about how theater is such a mirror to the human um, life and how it's cyclical. And so we can look back to the 20s and see what's happening today. So literally wrote a show? Well, no, we like sang. We we kind of did. Yeah, Yeah. I guess. So we are we going to see it? We wrote it on a Saturday and we performed it on a Sunday. Well, that's normal. That's normal. That's what all of us do. So we're still so like at some point will you tour it? The dream, if we dream big, which is GC always says dream big, right? Yes. Like Bob Goss, dream big, um, it is to tour with symphonies. So hopefully it would be like to wow. come back to Milwaukee, to Milwaukee and do like Milwaukee Pops and Double Name Witches and wear ball gowns and sing gowns. our favorite musical theater songs with a full orchestra. Oh, that's Should awesome. Be. But until then... <laughs> I'm saying it out loud. Yeah, now y'all have to do it because all of us want to go. But until then, we are available for your backyard. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> for the next Wait, four months. Wait, are you going back? We just at, need a keyboard. In September, do you go back to Mean Girls? I go back in October. October. And I'm playing Milwaukee. <gasps> when, are, when will you be in Milwaukee? Do you know? Um, I think I'm playing in January. Is that right? I, I think. think so. I think it's yeah. January. Okay. So yeah. when you need to get tickets, clearly, to go see Mean Girls when it's, it's here so in town. Fun. Yeah. That's awesome. And someone and needs to tell me where I need to go to church. Yeah. We're going oh, to yeah, Nashville, tell too. People we're in a church. You yeah. can come here. Fuck oh, Shermer. I guess it's kind of far. It's yeah. not really Milwaukee, is it? <laughs> no. It's Waukesha, it's, right? No, it's Worcester sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As Mike said, you're right. You're exactly right. Um, okay, tell us. I love asking both of you this. When you're... Well, for starters, I want you to. I want us to note something. Y'all are doing a beautiful job when you're thinking about September and October. A lot of people would think, "I just am ready for the next thing," and like, "Hurry, hurry, hurry!" And instead, y'all are both showing us, "I'm just living right here." Yeah. I'm excited about that, but I'm gonna live big right here. And for anybody who's about to change jobs, or get married, or uh, try something new, don't rush to it. Like, it's going to come when it's going to come, but man, just love your life today. Let it unfold. And let it unfold like a petal on your dress. Um, when we think of you in the next few months, years, when this comes out in July, when we are in the audience for Wicked or for Mean Girls, and, and our friends say, that is my friend, Mary-Kate, that's my friend, Jenna Claire, what do you want us to pray I felt like this when we were watching the VIP Q&A. You have us go so far back and forth to between like laughing and crying. and It's like whiplash. Um, My apologies. I mean, you know, but like... It's <laughs> my neck. Um, the, I, um, I wanted to play Glinda my whole life. Like I saw the original cast when I was 13. So I do feel like I've, you know, stepped into this dream role, but I do feel like having this sweet little baby, like I've stepped into this role of a lifetime and just like being the best like mom I can be. And I think that's something that feels scary and exciting about going back to eight times a week and sort of that self-preservation because I feel like parenthood so far and and motherhood with a nine-week-old, it's like the opposite of self-preservation. Well, it's like preserving the the child. Yeah, you have to keep him alive now. (laughs) Giving everything. Um, So figuring out like what that looks like. Also, like, I think I kind of thought when I was studying musical theater, like getting my Bachelor of Fine Arts in musical theater, I was like, I'll go to New York and I'll play Glinda and then and then I'll I'll move somewhere and be a mom and and then stepping into this industry and seeing how many incredible women just do it all. Um, there's this Facebook group called Broadway Baby Mamas. And oh, that's um, cool. I'm in it with like Audra McDonald and Laura Bonanti, like all these awesome moms who I think actually stepping into this career, and I know you've seen it too, there's these women who um, yeah, are, are living the theater dream and also being like incredible mothers yeah. and having that sort of community, even just on a Facebook group, like you comment anything and the ladies are there for you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, wanting to be a good mom. Thanks for your prayers in advance. Yeah, <laughs> we will pray for, also you are a good mom. You are a good mom and you will continue to be so that we will pray for that, but we also will know that both are true. MK. That's a hard question. I feel because it makes you really think about what you're vulnerable about, you know? Mm. I think that with any big change, there can be an opportunity for an identity crisis. Am I a teacher? Am I a wife? 
Am I a mom? Am I Janice in Mean Girls? Am I um, singing this? Am I a writer? Am I writing this this book? Am I so? <laughs> I think that with the identity crisis, it's easy for me to get really caught up in who am I, what I do is what defines me, and what I really need prayers with is to always remember that like. God defines me like that, yes. like my heart for Jesus defines me. That is what I can always come back to and I can always yes. rest in and I can, that can be the foundation of where I work from. Like you saying work from a place of rest, not work to a place of rest. Yes. Right. But like letting Jesus be the rest, let that like just be the solid place so that I don't have to look to my husband all the time or look to my career all the time or to my best friend that I have someone steady and like that I can always go to in times of big change when I am most likely to break down. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Both of you really. I um is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? Because we got to ask the fun question. I feel like we covered it all. Is there anything we didn't talk about, you guys? <laughs> this is the tattoo I got with Annie. Oh, yeah, we got, Matt, we got tattoos on the same day. And someone last night, we got tattoos in New York um, from a guy named Dean, I think. I think it's Dean. I know, I just remembered in that moment. He was very young. He was very young. Well, I wasn't trying to date him. I, I know. just wanted a tattoo. <laughs> no, but I was looking at him like, do I trust this man with a needle in my skin? Right, right, right. What, was what you're not like going to do is. What you're not going to do is. <laughs> and a girl last night at VIP said, I went to that same tattoo guy that you and MK went to in New York. And he said, a lot of people show up from us. So you're welcome, Dean. Um, okay. Well then, I love y'all so much. Tell me, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Wait, being your friend is so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> it now, is you, so fun. You said this at the VIP because someone asked for like, what do you look like? What do you look for in a friend? Yeah. And it was so, who somebody you want to talk to? You still have things to talk about in three weeks. And I think about at the beginning of our friendship when we first met in Nashville. Yeah. And like clicked, and then you booked flights to come to Toronto. So we could have a week of fun in Toronto. Yeah. Um, so I guess like before we get to the fun question, what I wanted to add was being your friend is so fun. And just thank you for showing up for us yeah. in so many ways. Like the ways are innumerable, but like you are someone who shows up at opening nights and at weddings and um, helps write your vows. Helps write your vows is what Mary Kate said. <laughs> Um, to, you know, to when, when you have a baby and, you know, you just come over and you, you hold little coops. And um, so just thank you for, for being a friend that, that keeps showing up. And, um, yeah, the friend that you are to, to everyone else. And, um, like, it's, it's, so, it's so real. Yeah, you're very kind. It's almost like this show when I was watching your set, it felt like a set because I was like, it feels like someone just gave my best friend the mic <laughs> and was like, talk about things that you like and that are funny to you. And then you get to watch a friend just go off. Yeah. And I was like, this is the best. Like, and then I was like, I think everybody here feels that way. This is amazing. Um, so, so what sounds fun to you is the question. Okay, that's the question. Sorry. Jeez. Come back. We didn't tell each other, but we think we have the same answer. You go first. Oh, no. What if it's not? It's going to be really disappointing. Oh, my gosh. All right. 
Oh, you want me to go first? No, I'm going to go first because I trust myself. <laughs> um, what sounds really fun to me is what I was just talking about, singing with an orchestra with my best friend. Yeah. That's what sounds really fun to me. I'm glad that I get to be part of it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, your bachelorette party got canceled. Yes, yeah. her bachelorette party got canceled. And so what sounds fun to me is putting on our new matching tie-dye sweatshirts. Yes. And uh, like going to Miami and running around on the beach with okay. with your friends and celebrating you because you deserve bachelorette yeah, party, Mary bachelor Kate Morrissey party. Blake. Poor Mary Kate. We had three parties planned that didn't go off because the, of COVID. It's okay. COVID's the worst. <laughs> I get to have like two weddings though. That's true. Two weddings. So she wins. That's same, guy. That's same, same guy. guy. Same guy. Same <laughs> guy. Same guy. But two weddings. Yeah. Um, you me. You know? Can I tell you what sounds fun to me? Yeah. What? What? Is there a world where y'all would sing to us? <laughs> Wait. I'm being Glinda and you're being Alphabet, like okay, the poster. Okay, okay. okay. We should do it. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Um, it would feel weird for us to upstage you, though, so let's no. move your chair down. No, no, no. Oh, no, yeah, no, like no, no. This. I want you to have a front row No, I do have a front row. Here he comes. He's running. He's I know. He's things. gonna. I already I, asked no, this him. This is perfect for me. I'm gonna be right here. Y'all do. I've seen it from that side a lot. I want to see it from this side. No, you. Yeah, I see. Yeah, this is it. I've seen it from the audience You've a lot. Seen I've it. never seen this side. <laughs> this is it. Here we go. I'm gonna have to go sing over there then. Oh, do you hear the people? No. <laughs> I've heard it said. That people come into our lives for a reason Bringing something we must learn And we are led to those who help us most to grow If we let them And we help them in return Well, I don't know if I believe that's true but I know I'm who I am today Because I knew you Like a comet pulled from orbit As it passes the sun Like a stream that meets a boulder Halfway through the wood Who can say if I've been changed for the better But because I knew you I have been changed for good. It well may be that we will never meet again in this lifetime. So let me say before we part, so much of me is made of what I learned from you. You'll be with me. Like a handprint on my heart And now whatever way our stories end I know you have rewritten mine By being my friend Like a ship blown from its mooring By a wind off the sea Like a seed dropped by a sky bird In a distant wood who can say if I've been changed for the better, but 
Because I knew you. Because I knew you. I have been changed for good. And just to clear the air, I ask forgiveness for the things I've done you blame me for. But then I guess we know there's blame to share. And none of it seems to matter anymore. Like a comet pulled like from as it passes like a wind off the sea. Like a stream that meets like a, a boulder, dropped by a bird through the wood. Who can say if I've been changed for the better? I do believe I have been changed for the better. And because I knew you, because I knew you, because I knew you, I have been changed. Don't act embarrassed. It feels weird. For good. Look, look at the people. I know. Oh, I get to as well. I did nothing to help with that, but I will take a bow. Right? Mary-Kate, Jenna Claire, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you guys, aren't they the best in that song at the end? Like, who can deal? Who can deal? That whole conversation. I just love them so much. Are you following Jenna Claire and Mary-Kate? Be sure to follow them, especially as Broadway comes back and we see where their careers are continue to take them tell them thanks so much for being on the show today and being with us in milwaukee if you need anything else from me you know i'm embarrassingly easy to find annie f downs on instagram twitter facebook all the places you may need me that's how you can find me and i think that's it for me today friends go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you i will do the same have a great week and we'll see you back here on wednesday as we continue our live podcast tour shows with everybody's favorite novelist and one of our pastors of the pod, Charles Martin. We'll see y'all Wednesday. Check one, two on a microphone. Any F downs in your car to your home. Check one, two on a microphone. Any F downs in your car to your home.